more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun. It is five minutes after five here on High Tide, heading for a top, as you heard, just in the news there, of 19 degrees. We do have a couple of warnings around. A strong wind warning is for the Coffs Harbour, Macquarie, Hunter, Sydney, Illawarra, Batesman and Eden Coast. So do take note of that. If you're thinking of heading offshore today, the Broken Bay to Port Hacking report looks this way. Southwesterly 20 to 25 knots, reaching 30 knots offshore early in the morning. Winds turning westerly 15 to 20 knots uh, later in the morning. Seas 2 to 2.5, decreasing to 1 to 1.5 around midday. The swell will be southerly, 2.5 to 4 metres, decreasing to 2 to 3 around midday, then tending southwesterly. Um, 1.5 to 2 metres. Kieran, some <clears throat> information yes. has come across my desk. First of all, Dennis has written into uh, our Facebook page and he said, uh, Grant, here's a motor for uh, your sailboat. Uh, he says, I think uh, Kieran may have built it. It's Kieran's vintage. It's a pretty old looking. But I reckon. Is it's that good. Dennis Donald? No, Callahan. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I actually think that motor would work pretty well. And some news from Peter that you might enjoy. Ready to get fired up? Mm-hmm. This should make Kieran happy, he says. A motion has been put into New South Wales caucus that all seafood sold, cooked in New South Wales clubs, hotels, takeaway shops must show the country of origin. He said the uh, motion was put forward by a very uh, popular local state member in David Meehan uh, from the entrance. So finally well you're going to get your wish. Not before time. Not well done. before time. Yep. Speaking of things of that nature, a man who was uh, not so long back, not so long back, very heavily involved in politics, but I don't think he's taken his eye off the ball in any way, shape or form. Stevie Bowler, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we going? Not too bad. It's yeah. Saturday. Why couldn't you be smiling? Uh, the weather. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm, I'm trying to stay pumped up. <laughs> Yeah, the last couple of days have just been that that winter has just said, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not gone quite yet, boys. And uh, yeah, the the wind is just unbelievable. But let's be fair, uh, this is the first real stroke of winter we've had with those strong westerlies pumping in. Yeah, true, true. And uh, but it's certainly just a cracker of a wind. It, well, don't worry, they've been that, that's yeah. they were like that back in the thirty, forty, fifties. Uh, it's only over the last 10, 15 years that the seasons have changed. Mm-hmm. Does that sound, Steve, like the, the he's suggesting Wesley's that climate change is real? August. No, I was just thinking, is he talking, you know, 1830s? Is he talking <laughs> 1830s? <laughs> you know, the last boat he was on was skippered by Noah, don't you? <laughs> I do, I do. Well, and, and it's such a uh, sort of, you know, I'm hoping this weather sort of settles down because we're, we're um, looking forward to the end of uh, August, beginning of September. It's when that sort of bass and cod season, uh, sort of, well, bass season opens and cod season closes uh, for everywhere except uh, Copeland Dam. The, the cod will be off the, the table, but the bass will be back on. So we're, we're all hanging for that. The, uh, the freshwater lure brigade is, is just absolutely 
counting down the hours till uh, bass season opens, and uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, the, the waters are, are, are quite good. There's plenty of water around. There's, uh, you know, we, we could do with a little bit more rain. Um, we've had some patches the last few days, but nothing really, uh, as my friend Sue uh, says, there's nothing that's going to be a tank fuller. So, uh, you know, we, we could do with a, a patch more rain um, to, to really fire things up ahead of uh, bass opening. But it's it's looking promising. But in terms of this weekend, no, no promises here. It's, uh, it's yuck. Uh, I think anyone that's got any brains will be... Uh, Staying well away from uh, waterways today. Uh, it's I'm standing out on the veranda now, and, and it's still blowing a gale at this time in the morning, and it's cold with it. It is real cold. The only reason we don't have a crack and frost today is because of that wind. So yeah, it's not not really a day that you want to be going out and uh, you know getting wet uh, by any stretch of the imagination, and uh, you know you really got to be uh, thinking if you're planning on fishing you know look maybe squirreling up the, the back of one of the the wharves or something like that might work uh but you know you're certainly not rock fishing or, or anything like that uh this weekend it's just the seas are crazy the wind is is absolutely blowing to all get out and it's dangerous. So yeah, mer- take mer- care of yourselves. Remember, if you, you know, you can, you know, take all the risks you want, but then if you get yourself into trouble with some other poor joker that's got to come out and, and rescue you. And that was Marine Rescue during the week. They're out uh, looking for a rock fisherman, but we'll hear more about that later. Steve, remember last week I was going to ask you a question without notice? Mm-hmm. No, ask you a question without notice. Um, Please. The, I'm thinking about, I know this is in total contradiction to the weather we're talking about at the moment, but when, with summer coming on and we're expecting it to be a really, really hot one, obviously, you know, dams are going to get, uh, and, and, you know, lakes are going to get a lot less water in them. And the water, I dare say, is going to be a little bit warmer. How is that going to affect those that want to go freshwater fishing around Christmas slash January, February? Okay, so usually once the water warms up, you, you get uh, a lot more sediment and clouds and bioplankton and things like that in it, so that the water clarity goes down. So you're wanting to be using noisier lures and, and brighter colours and, and so forth. Also, you've got to remember once that water clarity goes down, it also means objects uh, such as rocks and stumps and uh, you know submerged trees, all that sort of good stuff that are in our freshwater systems become very, very difficult to see. So you want to take a lot of care, slow down a bit uh, with your, your uh, boat, just take it easy. And uh, you know, if you're, you're trolling realistically for natives, you want to be slow trolling anyway. You want to be probably walking pace or even under. You, know, you just want to be absolutely toddling along. You don't want to be uh, zipping along. It's not like uh, for saltwater uh trolling where you can go reasonably quick you, you want to be really just pottering along and that those big bib lures just want to be throbbing away so that way if you do bump into uh, something you're not going to do too much mischief um hopefully but uh keeping an eye out being aware that the water clarity uh, 
is is going to be right down, so it's going to be hard to see. And that goes for you know your kids as well. If they're going to jump into the the lake and have a swim to cool off, just be aware. You know they're not going to be able to see uh, bogs and rocks and things like that as well. So you want to make sure that where they're swimming is actually a designated type swimming swimming zone, and uh, just you know take a bit of extra care this summer because it uh, is, as you say, going to be a fairly warm one by all accounts, which is good. Hopefully, we get a, a fair few uh, you know insect hatches and things like that going if we can get a really good uh, you know Christmas beetle season and, and cicada season then it's, it's going to be a fantastic fishing season with it I saw I saw and I'm not I'm not making this up I saw a very very small baby junior you know uh, Christmas beetle at my place uh, a week and a half ago. Because you let it out of the bottle. <laughs> and I was like, really? In August? <laughs> but it was yeah, definitely yeah. a Christmas beetle. Yeah, very confused bug, that one. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I think, I Bit like we, the weather. We did have that little heat, heat uh, wave there, just, you know, a little couple of warm days probably confused that particular bug, but... Uh, yeah, there's, there's no doubt everybody that uh, was thinking about waking up early in terms of hibernation and things like that have uh, taken the last <laughs> couple of days to, to, you know, go back to sleep. Like the the blue tongue we've got is uh, she's been wandering around her cage looking for a mate for the last uh, week or so. So it's it's sort of coming into that springtime, but as I say, not not today. Today's you'll know you'll today. know when it's here because the Joe Blake will be out of the ground. Just casually having a look about. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of snakes, we got uh, a few bunnies uh, during the week and the ferrets dragged out a couple of uh, kittens, so the, the snake was very, very happy with that. Uh, so one, one of them got fed to the snake and the other one, unfortunately, I've become attached to, so I think I've got myself a bloody pet rabbit now. <laughs> so I thought the daughter was going to get attached, but I thought it's... It's a cute little thing, and it just lets you pick it up and give it a little pat. And very nice. I feel like a, a, a yeah, cut price uh, Doctor Evil. You know, I'm just patting my rabbit and swinging around in my chair. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's been been interesting. But I got a friend down from uh, Brisbane uh, this weekend. We're going to go and cut some wood and do some hunting and all that sort of boy stuff. So exciting times this weekend if the weather behaves. I'm not cutting wood if it's uh, this wind doesn't settle down, that's for sure. Stevie, thank you so much for your time this morning. We'll uh, look forward to catching up with you. No dramas. I'm going to go back inside where it's warm. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> Good Enjoy. Idea, <laughs> you know, you can, uh, Kieran, do you know you can teach rabbits to play fetch? Is that right? That's right. I used to have a rabbit. Well, my partner had a rabbit. And I would roll the ball along the veranda. It would chase the ball down and bring it back to me. And we did that for hours. It loved it. It absolutely loved it. Interesting, isn't it? Take a break, 16 after 5. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I, I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP a government. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
Rock hot water you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Ream Ambihate Heat Pump Winner of Canstar Blues Innovation Excellence Award 2023 Install the ring Except nothing less than Australia's best The seven seat Kia Sorento Kia's most awarded large SUV ever Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Well, with its unique numbered framing system, PAL kit homes can be easily bolted together and require no special building or carpentry expertise at all. Now, PAL guarantees that their kit homes can be easily built by the owner-builder simply by following their detailed and customised instructions and plans. For more information, you can go to PAL Kit Homes. That's p-a-l-kithomes.com.au or if you want to telephone them, 1-800-024-912. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. When mild arthritis or other aches and pains are getting you down, it might be time you did as others have and try Arborvitae Joint Health. Others just like Tracy. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300 879 863. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is approaching 5.20 here on High Tide. I was chatting with uh, Mike from the Complete Angler during the week and he told me that uh, there are some new toys about to come out onto the market, which means we need to get some money in order to buy some. And the best way to do that, we have found, is talk to John Karakasanis. Good morning, sir. How are you? Morning, Grant. Morning, Kieran and whoever else is in the studio. That's it. You got it in one. (laughs) And and, and, uh, and our listeners, of course. So today, Randwick is a heavy eight, and they're saying overcast. We know that's probably not accurate. Ten races on the card. Their first gets underway at 11.35. What do you like here? All right. Uh, Well, my best bet of the day is actually at Caulfield, uh, Grant. Yeah. In the vague stakes. Okay, we're starting with Caulfield. Caulfield's a good four, overcast. Rain stakes. What uh, race is that? Uh, I think it's race eight, and it's uh, the horse. Vain Stakes, yep. Is Cylinder. Number two, Cylinder, trained by Jay Cummings and Blakey Shin to ride. Fresh yeah, up after a spell. Yeah, it's, you should say it's trial at uh, Hawkesbury a couple of weeks ago. 
Yeah, it won so, that by a margin, didn't it? Yeah, oh, it's come back better. It's come back better than what it was as a two-year-old. Uh, don't forget, guys, he ran second in the Golden Slipper. And he has come back very good. His, his only blemished run was in the size, but it was a heavy 10, so... Yeah. I don't think Caulf, Caulfield's going to be a heavy 10. No, no. Anyway, yeah, my next best is at... Uh, in Brisbane. Yes, where they're on a soft five and overcast. Yeah, race six, number six, Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection for the Kermit the Frog friends, eh? for fans, eh? Rainbow Connection, um, Matty Dunn trained. Yeah. Yep. Third on its he last ran. run, second up after a spell. My old boss, when I first started Carrots, my old boss had a uh, theory. If a horse finishes fourth or better in a placing, fresh up after a spell, back at next start. Yeah, I heard that. I've heard that before too, uh, Greg. <laughs> and there's some method in that madness. There is actually some method well, in that madness. Well, you know they've come back good. You know? Yeah, and you know that they'll be fresher, uh, they'll be better for the run on the previous uh, previous go. So, yeah. race six, number six. Right, and uh, now we're going to come back to Randwick for my value player of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the Wink Stakes. Wink Stakes, Zaki? No. No? Ooh. Oh, uh, she's about 25 to 1, Montefilia. Oh, Montefilia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, she's trained by she's trained by uh, Chris Wallen now because uh, Yearlong Enterprises bought her at the Broodmere sale. Yeah, for quite a few million. So, uh, but she trialled like a bomb last week at Rose Hill. Yeah, I know she's drawn wide, but at twenty five dollars, uh, we have to have something each way on it. Yeah, J Mac wrote it on that occasion, and he's on Fangirl number thirteen. Does that worry you at all? No. Nope. Just no, put him in the Cornell. Just, uh, yeah, like, she's way over the odds, and, and she does she does race well fresh. And as, as for the best at Randwick, it's uh, another Chris Waller horse, Sue Gotcha. She's, uh, I think she's in the... Sue Gotcha race seven. Toy show. Race seven, number one. Zagotcha, Chris Waller, Jay McDonald. Uh, currently uh, $3.80, fresh up after a spell, this one as well. Yeah, well, he was talking her up as a possible Everest, Everest horse, so uh, they're going to keep her to sprinting, obviously. Yeah. But uh, she's my best at Randwick today, and Montefilia each way. Sounds like a good uh, bit of fun for us. Thank you very much for your time, Carrots. And go to Tilly's tonight. It'll be a massive result for us to finish third. You going to add anything, Kieran? No, no, no. He's right there. I do. You know, they made a big issue about them. You know, they got to win. Well, they just got to run a place. Whatever they, you know, people forget their their achievement. We're only just been at this game, uh, whereas the people they're taking on have been doing it for centuries. You know, so. We, I think the girls have done a fantastic job. And uh, and I do believe I heard somebody on the earlier program this morning with Dave talking about why is uh, uh, the Sydney Mayor, 
Clover Moore allocated two hundred and eighty million to uh, to uh, voting for the yes campaign. What, what you want to spend money like that? Spend it on sporting complexes for the girls. Give them yeah, some. Exactly. You know, exactly. they don't have to get changed in the car park then. That's true, Kieran. That's very wise coming from an old man like you. Do you know what they say about Methuselah? <laughs> who's he? Who's, who's, who's he? Yeah, he? He was a, a Greek Greek god. I know, I know who Methuselah is, mate. I'm only joking. On that note, there's only seven more sleeps for me till I turn off. Oh, okay. Today's your last day. No, next Saturday. Right. Next Saturday, I'll fly out the day after. Okay. Well, I will wish you all a very safe and enjoyable holiday. We we can say our goodbyes next Saturday. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's just hope we win some spending money today. That would be yeah. very very nice. What are nice. you going to do? Oh, you're away, so you won't know. It, it won't, won't, you won't feel the pain when South don't make the eight? Uh, South will make the eight, mate. Parramatta won't make the eight. <laughs> i tell you what, they're lucky that West Tigers are running last. Uh, no, uh, don't worry, I'll find somewhere to watch the, the final, semi-finals uh, over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. No, that, that'll be good. All right, we're going to go, but he's waving at me. <laughs> See you, carrots. See you, Johnny. Bye. Bye. When our son was in the hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Polaris End of Financial Year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get $2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Hi, Timmy Manor here. 
If you're looking to support a 100% Aussie energy retailer that's backed by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy, and has an amazing team of consultants all based here in Australia, you should give our friends at Red Energy a call today. They're good people, they have competitive rates, and they'll look after you. In fact, tell them I sent you. Call 131 806 or go to redenergy.com.au. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. And don't forget, if you want to do a bit of freshwater fishing like we were talking to Stevie Bowl or Tamworth, the Tamworth Fishing Tackle and Outdoor Store at 15 Roderick Street, out there at Tamworth, we're saying that Keeper Dam is 98% full. Good God, I've been caught on spinner and chatterbaits. Trolling is the better method. The yellow belly have been showing up. There's been odd catches of them, and there's been plenty of large carp caught off the banks using corn. Chaffee Dam is a little bit quite on results, but 100% full and 100% full of split rock. And uh, good catches of yellow belly and cod there on chatterbaits. In the rivers, there's been a good flow in the Namoy and the Peel. The cod and the yellow belly again on the spinner chatterbaits. And small hard, hard body lures are working as well. Glenbourne Dam, 97%. Uh, and it's starting to fire up blades, vibes, uh, mainly soft plastics anyhow, and the same with Sinclair, who's 95% full. Don't forget, Tamworth Fishing Tackle out, Great Outdoors. They've had plenty of rain during the week, and the dams are rising. That's good to hear. Yes. Mr. PJ, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Grant. How are you? How are you, Jaren? And good morning, Mr. Yeah, we're not plodding along too badly. You're disappointed that the weather's not in our favour, but you did manage to get out during the week? Yeah, I um, did a bit of prospecting um, with my lobster gear. And, um, yeah, unfortunately drew, um, drew a blank on that. But I um, fished the shallows and tossed a few pro-lua shads, the XL shads out around and some um, albino fish tails and Got a few nice flatheads, let them all go. Um, they've got three full of fish at the moment. <laughs> 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 it's well, but, um, yeah, no, it's, um, this, this wind really came up on um, yesterday morning um, as I drove through Cock Harbour. There was trees down everywhere and Ooh. made it a bit up. And um, I know Paul Merriman went up to Cock Harbour for the week, put his boat up, and he hasn't been out yet. The wind, so we might get out tomorrow. But um, unfortunately, this morning I was watching the uh, the red the red light in the sun in the sky, but unfortunately it wasn't the sunrise. Jesus, some fires on up here. Really? 
Uh, the, the, yeah, is that controlled yet, back burning or is it wild stuff? Nah, nah. Uh, wildfires, mate. And uh-huh. they're, um, we, we got diverted yesterday afternoon and then again this morning the, um, the, the, the Pacific Highway's closed around by Bucket Rest area, so you've got to detour on the old road through McClay Valley Way and you turn off there at the um, Frederick Town exit and then you come out there at the um, Stewart's Point. Um, turn off and go so yeah, I feel for all those people in that fire, Seven Oaks, Colum Batty, um, Don Dinalong and there's another big one at Belmore River. So just the start of an early season, I think what might have happened, um, some pile burns that might have been out, got reignited against this wind, you know. Well, that's not hard to do. Nah, but... Yeah, he was blowing 45 knots yesterday at times, and yeah, coming back yesterday, I could really feel it throwing the trailers around, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I have a great deal of sympathy for you. I, I, as you know, PJ, and you know, Kieran, too, I ride a motorbike, and I'm happy to ride the motorbike in sun, and I'm happy to, I've ridden the motorbike in thunderstorms before. Uh, but you can ju- you can you can plan for all that. Winds, high winds, are very very scary because you could be travelling along and the next minute you're changing lanes, you know. And in a in a truck where you've got so much more uh, sail <laughs> available to you, oh, I I don't envy you, you your job. I really don't. And then you've got the people in the caravan. Yeah. They're they're pretty clever, you know. You, you're in a hundred k zone, and they can only do eighty. But when they get to those double lanes, their uh, Toyota Corollas are able to get up to about one hundred and fifteen. It's they're pretty clever. And they, they can't read. I don't I wanted to ask, based on that, are there areas for carav- uh, cars with caravans to pull up? I pretty much, I, I thought I remembered there were. Yeah, there are. Like, even, even like Barry's Creek and Clybucker rest areas, there's, there's plenty of cars there. Like, even the caravan, but if it doesn't have the shade, they'll go and pull up in the truck spots where the truck drivers go to bed, you know? Hey, hey, don't you like the way that they they can't reverse what they got, so they just park across three or four lanes? <laughs> See, we're alienating them, aren't we? You can always just park your uh, truck across the back of them and not let them get out. Everybody that yeah. tows a vehicle should have to do a special license. I actually agree with that. Anyway, look, don't get me started on it because I'll just come down on about bubble box drivers. I mean. I own a caravan myself, but driving a truck, you get to know what the go is, you know, like you learn about the etiquette and the road and the parking bays and all that. And some people are just, they, they're so entitled. I've done my job, I've worked for 40 years, it's my turn now, I'll do what I want. Yeah. So, you know, I've just, or I've had it, just too damn ignorant to read the sign. But anyway, fish wise, um, South-West, if you want to put yourself in the southern corner of the beach up against the headland, I'd say, um, if you want to have a fish in the ocean, I wouldn't take my boat out to sea at the moment. You'll end up in um, Fiji pretty quick. The um, the rivers, if you can find a sec
you might find some flathead in the shallows in that pop motor of water because the surface is going to chill off, but they're going to be looking for somewhere where the water's warmish and over the sandbank might be the uh, might be the area where they get a bit of buffering and find a bit of warmer water there and maybe deep or something like that, maybe even a little bit deeper. But this area's going to this wind's going to turn those areas into a little bit of a, a dirty uh, a dirty area. So you might want lure that's got a bit of a paddle action or makes a bit of a noise and definitely rub some, um, some uh, scent on your lures and the catch scent. Um, Scotty Gilbot out early during the week and he got a couple of nice snapper on um, soft plastics and he, uh, he, he's pretty good at that method up there. He launches off the beach in the corner of the beach here at Wallaby. He does all right at times and um, yeah, he takes two fish, one about two and a quarter kilos, the other one about one and a half, so he's out there, and I know uh, Paulie Chambers can chase flathead, doing all right up to 75 centimetres, so they're, they're good fish on, on, on the lures. Um, I actually uh, went and had a bit of a look around on a property there the other day, and I went over uh, the Manning River and one of the tributaries, and Goodness me, the amount of mullet I saw mulling around up uh, near the weir. So, I might have to go and have a fish for mullet on breakfast gear, Grant. That's always good fun. Yeah. Yeah, you just same, same rig for blackfish, a little float. Although you fish a bit shallower and about a foot and a half below the float, I'll uh, put a bit of bread and, or a bit of uh, earthworm and do pretty good on them. Well, I've got to think of something uh, to do want... today because I'm not going boating. <laughs> Well, if you are, you'll be boating in New Zealand before you do, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that, that's on a good day. <laughs> yeah, but these are the days, as Bobby Dean said, visit your tackle store or, or go through your tackle trays and see see how you're going for your hooks, swivels and sinkers and do a stock take and go down and spend some hard earned down at the tackle shop. A question for you, PJ. I know how your mind works, right? Now, you went out there... Uh, uh, oh, with a lobster, you're very analytical. So when you dropped your lobster pots and you got nothing out of them, your mind would have been going about four million miles an hour trying to determine why. Have you come up with a, a solution, a thought process yet? Uh, no, no, with lobstering, it's not that hard. Um, because we launched off the beach in my mate's boat, he was driving the boat. Um, I was trying to show him where, the, where to determine the gutters are. You want to put your lobster trap in the gutter in the reef where there's a lot of kelp. Yeah. And, um, hang on a sec. That's all good. Not a caravan? Yeah, we, um, <laughs> no, no, one of watching Yeah, you're all good in the bottom, in the back, man. <laughs> yeah, and um, we've got the um, 
the bait in there. It put it in the right spot because the trap came up with kelp plant, but um, because of the forecast of the seas weren't too good, um, we pulled the pot and decided not to leave it in there because I won't be able to service it for three or four days, you know? Yeah, yeah, not... But not... The, longer leave, the longer you can leave your traps in there um, prior to the season, just to get the smell of... And these are new traps. These haven't been used yet, so yeah. they've got, um, you know, fresh galvanised wire smell and the cane hasn't soaked in and they haven't got the smell of the kelp. It can take two or three days for a trap to get get accustomed to its area and it's, it's like fishing snags in Freshwater River yeah. or the lake. So they take a while to mature and once they start the snags get a bit of growth on them, that's when they fish really well because that growth attempt attracts plankton on it type stuff. Then you get the shrimp and you get the feed, the fish to feed on the shrimp and so on. With a lobster trap, it gets the smell of the kelp and, and, and the lobster goes, hang on, that's new and it smells odd. But after a while, it's just got a kelpy smell and he sees it there. So uh, what I'll do is uh, next week I'll put him out there and even if I don't check him every day... Just let it um, soak for a bit. Just, yeah, give it some soak time. And what you find a lot of the commercials do, they leave their traps in the water all year. Um, I have mind the spot for them and, and see it, that helps the lobsters get accustomed to it. Yeah. Don't forget the lobsters come from the continental shelf up and over and march to the headman to lay their eggs in the kelp bed. Yeah. So, so their larvae gets a bit of protection and then when, when, when the currents are right, the larvae move to the ocean current. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not overly disappointed that we didn't get lobsters first up. No. Um, because you know that's that's part and part. You can get lucky if they're really, really on the on the move and they're competitive and they smell that food. Well, then they'll go for it. But um, that sort of as the season gets on, we'll start getting better and better. But it's the sort of thing you've got to once they're on, you've got to check them every day, Green. Yeah, yeah. PJ, thanks so much for your time this morning. You travel safe, yeah. Yeah, no worries. What are we doing tomorrow? So, sorry, say again. What do you want to do tomorrow? Well, I wouldn't mind a bit of a cooking tip if you if you've got one up your sleeve that we can chat about. I'm sure I can find something for you. Get me lobster and um, <laughs> a lobster. Well, wait till he catches the lobster. Leave him alone. Thanks, PJ. <laughs> Thanks, PJ. Bye bye, Peter Johnson. There joining us on High Tide. A quick break, and we we will be back. We're going to catch up with Mike Hammond from Marine Rescue New South Wales. Right now, Make a Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish kids than ever before who need your support. Wish kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make a Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Bendix EV hybrid brake pads are designed to meet the changing needs of EV braking systems, ensuring a low environmental impact whilst delivering low dust and quieter operation. Cleaner wheels, longer brake disc life and Bendix green titanium stripe technology for instant friction without the need for bedding in. Ask for Bendix EV hybrid brake pads at your next service. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. 
For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decency supply. Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peters also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSupernetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 13 minutes away from 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, we'll update the news. Kieran. Yes. Well... At 6 o'clock, we'll also have Alan Blake on from Blake's Marine. Oh, he's, he's going to join Stata. us, is he, from, from Hobart? No, no, he's only on his way. He'll be at the airport, on the way oh, to okay. the airport, I would think. Uh-huh. Has he got that Stacer special on at the moment? <laughs> yep, plenty of Stacer specials up there. Don't forget, four five double seven double six double nine is the contact number. Or go to the webpage, blakesmarine.com.au. There'll be 90 boats at least that you can look at. Spend a day uh, enjoying yourself, as Stevie Bowler says. It is a boat show every day of the week out there at Blake's Marine. You know, just see Lee, and if you want to go around to the Chandlery, talk to uh, the crew there. I would think his daughter would be there. But anyhow, the boss, the main boss is away. She's with Alan. <laughs> I know somebody else who's out and about today. Marine Rescue New South Wales Acting Deputy Commissioner Mike Hammond's joining us online. Good morning, sir. How are you? Very well, gentlemen. How are you both? I'm going to start in reverse today, if I can, and and talk about where you're going today because we're all in Matilda uh, mode after the the soccer and there's um, a bit of pressure being put on politicians at the moment to hand over more money to female sport, but... Marine Rescue, um, they've been doing. They've been leading the charge uh, with regards to uh, being, you know, uh, multisexual within uh, their, their ranks. There are a lot of female uh, officers that you guys have got. 
There are. We've got some fantastic female leaders, and uh, I'm on my way to Batemans Bay or uh, Darris Murrurang this morning to uh, meet with about 50 of them who've got together for a Empowering Women conference, which is a wonderful initiative. Absolutely. And and how many do you, have you got any idea what the representation of your uh, female to male ratio would be? Uh, I believe it's around about the uh, 28-30% mark female and the rest male. That's mostly. impressive. So, That's impressive. Not bad. I think we're, we're slightly, yeah, we're, we're pretty good as far as emergency services goes. And, uh, you know, I think the, the voting community is a little bit skewed towards the bloke. So uh, we've worked hard and done quite well in uh, trying to support females who want to join our ranks and they do a fantastic job. And there's been quite a few uh, during the last couple of weeks too that have been uh, commissioned into their roles too so well done to them for achieving that. Unfortunately not all good news from Marine Rescue um, and I, I want to question you on this one. A Marine Rescue volunteers were spent many hours on last Sunday and Monday searching for a man feared missing while rock fishing in the Royal National Park. Now Feared missing. Does that mean he wasn't missing, and or something, or it's a false report, or something like that? What, what's the story there? Look, I don't believe so. We we basically go and assist the New South Wales Police Marine Area Clan with these sort of jobs, and sometimes we we don't have all the detail, so we we assist without you know, too many questions about the outcome. Sometimes, uh, but certainly it's. It's not an unprecedented situation, and unfortunately, uh, we are often called out for rock fishermen. So please, people, be careful. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do to be safer on the rocks, but it is uh, we know a very dangerous activity, and uh, we need to be careful. And today's a day you should uh, be thinking about anything else but. Um, there was also one of the, the things that, you, that the team were very successful with during the week was uh, uh, the entanglement of a, a whale that was found on the mid-north coast. Well, that's right. This is a really interesting one. We uh, cooperate with the National Parks and Wildlife Service who have specialist uh, officers trained for this sort of thing, and we provide support to them. Uh, it's a very delicate and also a very dangerous activity getting up close to a whale which is just one of the reasons that we're not allowed to get close to them generally but in this case the national park specialists do and look it's very difficult but they do a great job and we do uh, some training exercises to get ready for these jobs and uh, it's a great thing to be able to be a part of and support yeah they don't know you're there to help them right (laughs) well sometimes they do well i wonder i wonder if they do but uh it's certainly one you've got to be cautious of we all know what a whale can do even i've seen that with sharks at times that are entangled in the net you know and that all of a sudden they'll just lay dormant and let you work on them cut them through good on i think that can happen, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very hard to get it, into it, the mind I of mean, a large marine mammal. Yeah. Well worth treating them with caution. There's no oh. doubt about that. Of course. Absolutely. And yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's great to be part of, and uh, we, we hope we won't have to do too many more this whale season because it is, it is a difficult thing, and it's not always successful. But I have to say uh, the National Park and Marine Rescue crews that have been doing that have done a great job and have certainly succeeded quite a few times. And, and Mike, if I can ask a question without notice, uh, I know that up on, uh, I think it was on the Central Coast uh, during the week, there were there were crews out from multiple uh, locations doing doing training. Is, 
the wind that you seem to there seems to be a lot of training going on. Is that something that's sort of reserved for the the winter season, or is it an all year round thing that's just making a little bit more publicity at the moment? It's year round, but there is generally a bit of a push this time of year as we're coming up to the main boating season, where we want to do as much training as we can and and be ready. Uh, so we expect a pretty big boating season this year, as it was last year. We had our biggest year ever in terms of rescues and uh, assists. So, yeah, we're doing a lot of training at the moment to try and make sure we've got as many people current and rated as possible to get out and help, and it's the right time of year to do it. It's just starting to warm up most of the time, although not today. The conditions are pretty good, and uh, we've got plenty of people you know, getting ready and coming through the ranks, which is fantastic. Well, hopefully I'm not on that uh, rescue list this season, but if I am, it, it's good to know that uh, many of the many of the uh, volunteers, and particularly a handful of volunteers uh, from the Northern Rivers area during the week, were praised for their efforts. They were. Look, we have, uh, over the past few weeks, we've handed out a lot of uh, national medals dating back to the uh, fire emergency where we had quite a number of members assisting uh, in, in lots of ways, including evacuating people from places that they, yeah, they couldn't otherwise get out of. Uh, so, yeah, we presented a couple recently up in the Northern Rivers, and we also had uh, one of our great members, Phil Causley, uh, be recognised by Rotary as the uh, Marine Rescue Member of the Year. And uh, it's a great recognition that even other organisations are able to see the community uh, spirit and generosity of some of these members who, you know, they're all volunteers, they're all doing it in their, their own time. And uh, it's really nice to see. Mike, enjoy your day down there at uh, the, the conference. I hope it's a, su- a successful one for you. That's difficult to say at 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I will. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Always a pleasure to chat. Marine Rescue New South Wales Acting Deputy Commissioner Mike Hammond. That is a mouthful at this time of the day, but we do appreciate his time. And, Kieran, it's always important to mention, if you're thinking of going out on any day, the app. Get the app. Fill in the details. Once they're filled in, all you have to do is, this is where I'm going from, this is what time I'm coming back, this is how many POB I've got people on board, and off you go. It's so simple to log on with the Marine Rescue New South Wales app. If it didn't work, Alan Blake wouldn't do it. Yeah. It works very, very well. Yeah. And I, I know, I know, you know, Marine Rescue people can sit around for, for quite some time not getting a, a radio call. I, I get that. And there's people who say, I'll, I'll, I'll use the radio because, uh, because you know, they're, they're sitting around bored and they might like a chat. And that, that may well be true. However, this is a very efficient way of doing it. Plus, if you get into trouble, they know exactly where you are. That's the most important part of it. It certainly is. And you can get help there. You know, we never, we, you never know when people are going to have a medical situation. Hmm. You know, this is why I do believe there needs to be two boating, two fishing. Whatever you're doing, there needs to be at least two people. Hmm. You know, rock fishing especially. Because you fall in the water on your own, you're on your own. Yeah. But if there's somebody left on land, there's a chance that they can raise the alarm and try and save you. Hmm. Look, I understand. I'm, I'm certainly not going to bag people that rock fish. I know they, they love their rock fishing and I want them to enjoy what they're doing. However... I sort of sit here and go, yeah, the the risk and the reward, <laughs> it's just not in, in the proportions that I want, Kizza. The rewards can be there. Oh, yeah. Because you can catch some very good fish off the rocks. And so are but the risks. Yeah, the risks are very, very high as well. well if you don't go 
at the right times. Right after the news, we're going to catch up with Mark Benaziak and uh, find out how his week's been. I know he's been on the warpath. It should be interesting. Swanee will join us and Paul Burt as well. And...